0: Welcome to the Two Worlds Wellness Podcast. This is Roslyn.
1: I'm Austin. I'm Nick.
0: And this is officially episode one. Very exciting.
1: Very exciting.
0: Today we're going to be talking about um, what wellness means to each of us in our lives and kind of how we're going to approach learning more about wellness, um, how we're going to kind of like bleed that into the community that we're trying to make and how we think we can bring things to the table that we think are interesting yeah uh, but to start out we thought it would be fun to have each episode start with kind of like a cool new study or article about science or wellness or a diet or just anything we find really interesting that's happening in the world today so you guys i've been so we've been talking about this podcast for months now like months <laughs> and i've had this article for months waiting
1: what's it dated it
0: is dated march 2nd 2019
1: ah all right so now now people know how long they've been waiting to hear us talk about this it's riveting
0: guys it is riveting this could change the world so the article is called and i'm gonna butcher this because it's the scientific name of a mushroom it's called pestiloteopsis microspora the mushroom that can eat plastic
1: Mm, that's that's initial thoughts i mean that's initial thoughts
2: are paul stamets or and probably saying his last name wrong talked about this darn it it's pretty awesome <laughs> i mean because he, don't he believes mushrooms are going to save the world i
1: mean unlike unlike nick who you know i i, I don't i don't know this topic at all so i'm very <laughs> excited to learn about these plastic eating mushrooms because plastic is a huge issue in our world and it's going to continue to be a bigger issue until well that's we, why we mushrooms save the world cuz they can yeah. also Mushroom absorb power. oil.
2: So if there's like an oil leak in the ocean,
1: you can use mushrooms to Well, let's not spoil all the fun. Let's, <laughs> let, let's let let's hear let's hear what this article has to say. Yeah,
0: and I'm thinking like landfills. Like the issue of landfills and all the crap mm-hmm. that's in the right, landfills yeah. just release these mushrooms into these landfills and voila, we have less waste. But yeah, yeah so it says in 20 to, uh, 2012, discovered by students at Yale University who found that a rare species of mushroom from the Amazon rainforest is capable of subsisting on plastic alone. They need nothing but plastic. Um, it consumes polyurethane, the key ingredient to plastic products, and converts it into organic matter. So not only are they getting rid of plastic, they're turning it into organic
1: matter. That's pretty cool. I mean, what kind that of org- cool. what kind of organic matter are we talking? Like
2: carbon-based, you know? Carbon-based. <laughs> it's wet organic.
1: Oh, thanks, thanks, nerd alert over here. But <laughs> that's that is true. I, I I would imagine it would be carbon-based. It's Nate. mushroom poop. Mushroom <laughs> poop. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. Doesn't
2: everyone know what that is?
1: I mean, I I don't know if I've ever seen a mushroom poop, but I uh, can't say I have. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking
0: through this article and I'm not sure if they give
1: like the exact details. What people people take when they take mushrooms? Is mushroom poop? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) But no, that's good. I mean, obviously, that would be a huge game changer. You know, with with plastic filling up our oceans, which is a huge thing. With all of our, you know, they talk about microplastics and and what kind of damage that's doing to, you know, all sorts of ecosystems, uh, whether it's you know uh the ocean we're destroying uh the coral reefs and uh you know fish are being caught and they're being found with you know their bellies full of plastic you know i I mean think anything to to really help reduce um that that type of waste the one the one thing i you know okay so is this is does the article say if it's a naturally growing or is it just synthetic built in a lab uh
0: i think it's natural because they found it in the amazon Interesting, but what's cool is it says in controlled conditions. So obviously this might not be ideal. It might take longer, but in just a few weeks it starts to break down the plastic, and in a month, a few months time, the plastic's completely gone, and all that's left is a white puffy mushroom. Wow. So uh, and then it gives you is ex- it edible? <laughs> I don't know. Might, I, I
2: don't think you'd want to eat it. Well, it might cure plastic and cure, cure. hunger. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think you'd want to eat it after that. I, I don't that. think you would either. I, I think. But I granted, mean, I don't know. I mean. If it's really converting mm-hmm. it completely down.
1: I mean, how much? Man, I was just thinking about just how much energy, you know, to break down that plastic and the yeah, mushroom know. can do we'll it naturally. Into that's into it. that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and what's funny is talking about mushroom power. But the last sentence of this article is mushrooms prove themselves to be capable of magic once again. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, pretty awesome
1: i mean good old good good old good old media giving us a nice little little closing line there
0: yeah so very excited to finally share that with you guys props to the power of mushrooms
1: yeah i mean i i think yeah especially if it's naturally occurring i mean the only thing i can think of though is you know what happens when it you know it hits a landfill and then like 5 years from then it just like doesn't stop growing you know it just keeps eating everything yeah. and we get a there'd have know, to be like a, we get s- a sustainability mushroom, plan yeah. of
0: like i don't know taking the mushrooms to another area that needs plastic eaten away maybe there's a maybe right. there's a way to safely move it to efficiently use it over the years
1: but right yeah, yeah and i for. i just i <laughs> i i just imagine i imagine these people just like you know just like ah the mushrooms are coming but <laughs> but it's like going so slowly that you know it's <laughs> this three-story mushroom yeah exactly yeah land. yeah oh they're it's it's eating the empire state building <laughs> oh no it's gonna take a century but, <laughs>
2: but i mean if we they make like a super mushroom and they do have like neural networks and they can talk to other m- mushrooms so who knows uh, that's you this giant. Why are
0: we worrying about AI? We should,
2: yeah, worry, right? about mushrooms. We should <laughs> worry about <laughs> mushrooms. There we go. Oh
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, there's your first article on the podcast.
1: Hey, that's great. Woo-hoo.
0: And now to get into the real topic of what wellness means to each of us. Um, just to kind of break down our thoughts and what we think is important about the wellness industry and just wellness in our personal lives. So who wants to take it away?
1: Nick, you want to go first?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing uh
1: yeah i don't know i mean this is a this is a really heavy topic you know it, it's, it could get deep yeah it's it, obviously it's very personal and it really can make you know a really big impact you know there's you know over the years wellness has changed and and you know i think about you know kind of our you know even a couple generations before us and, and we're talking two you know, so you're talking about the last hundred years, you know, people did all sorts of things that were now that we look back and go, wow, that was literally the most unhealthy thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot has changed from, uh, just, just, the sustainability. uh, sustainability. I think a lot has changed from understanding that, you know, maybe we shouldn't eat, you know, sugar literally every meal. Um, yeah. Based on you know our country's diabetes <laughs> epidemic that it's going through and obesity epidemic, so so for me you know w- wellness is about extending the opportunities to be healthy and, and and to to allow ourselves to experience everything that we have you know on on this planet and maybe other planets, <laughs> uh, based on if you know certain you know if Elon gets his wish and we all get to go colonize Mars, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think when I, when I think about, you know, some of the sad memories, you know, that I, that I've experienced, it's, it's people who are unhealthy and it's usually people older in their age dealing with things that, you know, you just feel bad. You want, you want them to, to be able to experience, you know, their grandkids, you want them to experience, uh, that last trip that they, that they, that they don't get to go on because... You know, uh, they've got, you know, any number of issues that 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 could have just been made, you know, at our age. You know, when you when you make decisions younger and you set patterns and habits, um, it, it really kind of defines where you're going to go from here. So, you know, I it's really important that I get as much out of life as possible. And, and I think one of the main ways you do that is by staying healthy.
0: Yeah. And that makes me think of like. Even as simple as like mobility issues for mm-hmm. those that are elderly. And it's like you think to, okay, how were they living when they were our age in their mid, you know, to late 20s? And is, you know, taking a collagen supplement now for us something that's going to increase our mobility later on? Probably it's going to help. But well, it's like, just like stretching. Yeah, stretching mm-hmm. like and, and walking every day. Yoga. Yeah, yeah. Not
2: exactly. many people were doing yoga or even just stretching every day. Yeah, just they're, they're definitely sure more active than our generation. A lot of our generation is, you know, in an office, yeah, sitting and not doing anything. Yeah, but, but it was different. I think, yeah, doing like yoga and stretching and taking using supplements every part of your and body and making sure it is sure becoming you're... bigger in our generation too. Yeah, for sure. Because I think we're realizing how important it is, mm-hmm. especially mean, when you're think, yeah. you're like twenty-seven years old and getting out of bed. And you're overweight and, you know, all you your bones are aching <laughs> and you're like, God, this is the end. That That's not how it should be.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And I think, you know, as we, you know, we're as we age a little bit more and we start to see the effects of, you know, people's lifestyles and on, on the end of their life. It, that That part just, you know, it's just it's kind of haunting, you know, and it just kind of makes you think, hey, I really should do that extra stretch this morning. I really should you know do that that hike this you know this afternoon or or this weekend so that i can make sure that when i am you know at that same age that i can still do those things and, yeah. and well, enjoy and what's life
0: what's crazy is it's like it's simple like you're not telling yourself i have to eat this strict diet nine t- like the entire day 24 hours i've got to i've got to sleep in weird increments like it's not hard to take the small steps now yeah, sleep to seven give hours. Give yourself years of enjoyment and living like a healthy, easy, peaceful life.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: But yeah, yeah, I think wellness for me is like my mindset is I don't want to be in you know the end of my life being miserable. Like I want to live if I could live over a hundred, being able to go and hike. Like Nick and I just traveled to Canada this summer. And we saw so many older couples that were probably in like their seventies, honestly, with like hiking poles and big old hiking backpacks and they were just living their life to the fullest. And like if I can hashtag see goals. us hashtag couple goals. Like if we could get to that point where we're still traveling around in our seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, whatever we get to being capable of living that way and being active that would be a dream come true so wellness to me is like so much of preparing for that lifelong happiness and like just all of that but at the same time wellness to me is like okay what in the present is going to get me through you know, day-to-day life struggles and like, I'm very much into like meditation and yoga and those types of healing techniques. So for me, it's like what, what simple tools can I use on a day-to-day basis in the wellness world that give me the life that I'm looking for? So, yeah, Yeah, that's
1: so true. I, you know, sometimes I can get too focused on the future. What's my life going to look like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you kind of forget that, there's you have you have struggles right now that Mm -hmm. you know may not be may not be physical for for us but uh you know stress uh work pressures family pressures uh you know how do you how do we deal you know with the emotional aspects of 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 day-to-day life and and i you know now that we're we're advancing as a society to the point where we're starting to reach those upper levels of maslow you know maslow's needs right it it that self-actualization phase is is very important it's 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 becoming more important for for our lives and and what we're trying to do and and i think you know i I know Roz you've spent a lot of time you know working on trying to 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 understand and, and kind of connect more with yourself and 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 do certain things that allow you to reach that, yeah. that self-actualization.
0: Well, and what's crazy is when you start digging into, like, meditation and all of those practices, and, like, I'm learning more and more about Reiki and, like, breathing techniques and all that stuff, it's, like, there's so much you don't know about yourself, and you are yourself, like... There are things that I didn't know were, like, tucked down in me about either, like, my childhood or, you know, how the people in my life have influenced me and manipulated me and, and like, led me to be who I am. And it's, like, some of that stuff you appreciate and you want to keep, but some of that stuff you're like, well, no, that's not how I'm going to be happiest. So there's so much unpacking that goes with w- wellness and it all goes hand in hand. I mean, if you're eating a healthy diet, you're lowering your inflammation, you're able to then think clearer and and live more, I guess, not distracted by your physical ailments. And that gives you the capacity to delve more into your, you know, who you are, what you're doing, your spirituality and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 crazy what you can unpack when... You start to kind of just take the time to get into all that.
2: Yeah. And, like, if you're, but the interesting thing is if you're only focused on the diet and you're so worried about that and you, you know, you have a piece of pizza and then you're, you know, upset with yourself. Oh,
0: yeah. It's like a mind game. Yeah. So you're constantly battling yourself. You could
2: very, like, it's not just that aspect. Like, just eating a healthy diet isn't going to be enough. Right. And that's something I probably, have realized over the years especially with you is that working out and eating healthy was not didn't mean that i was necessarily the healthiest individual because like mental mentally yeah like i wasn't doing anything like i yeah. was never doing any meditation or yoga or anything like that mm-hmm. and i didn't necessarily not know myself but i didn't know everything about could help me. you yeah I, I was just only looking at one aspect of it so like that that's why i struggled to starting with you know what i think wellness is to me cuz it's just it's a lo- very broad and like large topic cuz on the other hand i you know did my master's degree and wellness is also a portion of you know working on this blood brain barrier t- drug delivery system that i was doing to help cure alzheimer's and parkinsons and so like i think i see both aspects of wellness being like a technology like driven area and then also this individualized like self discovery and balance yeah that needs to take place which a lot of people don't necessarily have right now or they're not there's so much going on in their life that they're never not even thinking about them yet
0: yeah well and how our culture is very much like you get up you go to work you have a routine you do your things you need to do at work hopefully your work stays at work but sometimes it doesn't you come home like rinse out the repeat like which is
1: which we should say is a very american thing it is
0: so american yeah some countries look at us like we're insane like the pace of life that we the hustle that we force ourselves into um i personally think there's just so much more than that
1: well yeah. i'd hope there was more to life than, than <laughs> right? waking up yeah, go to work <laughs> God, how <come> home, <laughs> eat dinner go to sleep repeat i mean that's you know obviously we there there are things about you know, life and and creating that balance and and trying to really find ways to unplug from work. I know that's something that I r- I really struggle with uh, now that I work from home. Um, yeah. And 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 having that always be in the back of your mind. I mean, I, a perfect example. I was I was on vacation with my parents, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago and I got an email from a client who we were trying to arrange a visit to one of our facilities. And he told me that that was the day, the day, the first day of my vacation was the deadline for when he needed to have it submitted to his own company in order to go on his trip. So I spent an hour and a half in the morning making sure everybody was available for the exact day that he needed to do. Yeah. When I should have been enjoying a cup of coffee, looking outside, enjoying, you know, the the surroundings of where I was, enjoying, you know, spending talking to yeah, yeah you couldn't be in there now with your parents yeah exactly i was being ripped you know ripped away from that and 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 transported back to my home office you know which (laughs) travels with me and and i had to to think about you know what uh what 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 was going to happen a month from then yeah so
0: yeah
2: that was super nice in canada that we really did have the ability to like disconnect yeah
0: yeah we totally shut off from the normal day -day. and
2: we and we had access to the internet and everything yeah and if we wanted to we could call people but it was just nice to not and we were like we were there in the now Mm -hmm. just focused on our trip with each other
0: yeah it was awesome it was so refreshing and i it sounds so like (laughs) overly dramatic but that trip like changed my outlook that changed like the vision that I kind of wanted to have for my life. And I think out of the three of us, like the industry I'm in, like marketing and advertising is a lot less serious than like biomedical engineering and like sales and all the things that you're doing, Austin. And so it's kind of like I find myself at work now after that trip getting stressed out. And then I'm like, okay, let's put this in perspective. What I'm doing every day is putting out ads and making sure that clients are happy about their ads and where their ads are and all that stuff. I'm like, if I have a family issue that's nowhere near as important as getting an ad out. Like if I need to leave work for like a family member that needs me or just something that comes up that's personal, like that's so much more important. And it's Mm. so easy when you're at work and your coworkers like leave because they've got, you know, family drama, whatever it is. And you're like, Oh my gosh, Karen, she's like leaving today. Like, can you believe it? Like, it's just that her son got sick. Like, he's throwing up. I mean, can't her, her husband like you know? It, you, and to it, be clear, she has no one named Karen. No, I don't, I don't. It's a total wow, example. And I never really think like that. Like, I honestly try to like give people Karen. the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, it's like okay, fine, Linda, Linda. Oh God, Linda, she like she left. Whatever. Anyways, but it's so easy to think that way because we are so trained to think like, no, you're here for the hustle. Like, this is what you need to do. You need to go to work. You need to be at work. Like, you can't leave and that's so much about what wellness is like you need the boundaries
2: and it's nice that a lot of companies are trying to understand yeah like a workplace wellness or balance yeah for sure and change their culture
0: yeah definitely
1: so so one thing that i think is really interesting about your perspective nick is you come at this in a much more academic way Mm -hmm. you know like you can really kind of you kind of you know you're talking about the the research that you did you know for your master's program and i i i I kind of want to like underst- maybe a little understand a little more how you kind of deal with like how how do you separate kind of all of the knowledge that you've gained through your studies with like cuz I I got I got to believe that having all of that knowledge just adds to the stress of of oh, absolutely. of trying to be you know it's like I'm going to I'm going to be you know healthy and I'm going to yeah. be well
2: Yeah it honestly it's hard um Yeah I don't know
0: it, <laughs> you have the things that you can do when you get home that detach you if you need to
2: yeah for a long time it was video games mm-hmm. yeah. yeah with school and like before even or going back to out. masters. yeah yeah well yeah it was either yeah working out or video games or both yeah games and gains <laughs> um but i've slowly realized that that was not the healthiest route right. to go mm-hmm. about basically just shutting my brain down and not even focusing on anything. But so with just
0: overstimulation at the same time.
2: Yeah, but for me, like playing a game isn't overstimulating. Yeah. It's true. literally, We're very different. sometimes it's mindless. Like I'm just, I'm uh, just playing. Like it's, like I know what I need to do. Right, I don't have to it. think too yeah. much and it's great. Like my brain's shutting down slowly. It's probably not healthy. No, that that's not true. For, well, if you're going to gonna do it for hours and hours, but now, not even going. just for hours and hours. Like to do that to, decompress like i need to find better techniques like that shouldn't be my main technique yeah. to decompress like to basically shut out the world <laughs> like that's that's not that's not a healthy way maybe of not. decompressing no maybe well maybe in some cases like to relax and then get to a point to where you can you know deal so with everything like a walk yeah. Or, yeah, yeah but yeah
0: yeah
1: no i i i totally get that i mean for a long time that was m- my way of of de-stressing and getting yeah. away from everything um you know but i i will say that i think as you you know because i'm i'm so much older than y'all uh, yeah. um, god I'm that, so, that so one year yeah so much oh, further down the line the wise austin. when you when you get to be my age <laughs> oh my old god. austin the wise yeah no i i think i think it i think it evolves you know uh, when when i graduated college that was video games was the way i came home and i got away from all of it and 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 obviously I was doing a much different I was doing a much different role at the time. But, you know, I, it, it was very much I needed to think about something else and solve other problems that weren't related to the work that I was doing. But now I find myself spending more quality time with the people I care about a, as a way of yeah. almost Maybe even and maybe, you know, I'm just now kind of as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about this This is how I process. This is probably (laughs) going to happen a lot. That's great. But But I
2: think I'm realizing what you're about to say. And I think that's what I'm kind of moving towards. Yeah,
1: I I think now because I deal with so many superficial relationships that are that are business related, which which is fine. Like that's not wrong, but it's not it, it isn't. The quality time that I'm looking for with people. And I spend all day doing that. I spend all day trying to, um, you know, I I make real connections with some of them, but, you know, for the majority, it's, you know, it's a lot of starting. It's a lot of starting Mm -hmm. the relationship, building the relationship up. And all I want to do when I come home is just have a conversation with somebody that I care about (laughs) and I know that cares about (laughs) me. And and that probably sounds, you know, kind of, I don't know. But I think that's what it comes from. I, I think it comes from the lack. That I get of that yeah, in my no, job yeah. now.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and kind of that. what Nick was like saying earlier today off the podcast, but it, I mean, I might be speaking out of term. Like, you might actually feel like you can be one hundred percent authentically yourself at work. But me personally, like, I am not completely myself at work. Like, you always have your like work face, your game face on. Like, this is how I should properly be at work, and this is how I should be talking to people, and all this kind of stuff. And then you get home, and you are like, okay. I can take a deep breath and just kind of be myself and I don't need to worry about like pleasing anyone else or making sure that I've got my best foot forward. Like not that I'm like I turn into a jerk when I get home, but like, you know, you can relax and be like your authentic self when you get home. And I think that's important. So like talking to people that you you love and care. You should be able to
2: come home and be your authentic self. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And being able to have conversations with people that know you and love you and.
2: Yeah. Which is also a way that I'm finding is like a de-stress for me. Mm and to not Yeah. And to be able to have like good conversations, and one th- like you were asking like how do I separate? I think I'm realizing also how to incorporate that in my life, and like Josh and I are start trying to start that our own little company and our own little. And just just to be just, clear, Josh is, is, yeah, is his is a brother brother-in-law. In-law. Yes, yes. <laughs> Rosalind's.
0: sister's husband. Yes. yes,
1: just to just, just to so that we know, just, just great, good, good, <laughs> good. Point. Um,
2: but no realizing one knows like who we are right now, <laughs> we have to explain everything. Like I can,
1: we'll reveal our families over time. <laughs> I think.
2: <laughs> but realizing, like I can take that world and like talk to it, talk to you guys about it, or talk to Josh about it, and you know, I don't have to like separate things out.
1: And that's got to be very difficult. I mean, you know, you're you did such a heady program. I mean, yeah. such an intellectually driven program. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing my MBA right now, and. As much as I would like to say it's a very intellectually challenging program, there are aspects of it where if you've worked out in industry for a little while, there are things that come very naturally. Yeah. There's nothing natural about learning about the blood brain barrier <laughs> no, that, not. that I, you know, that honestly that I feel like I can, you know, level with you and be like, yes, I totally understand what you're saying, Nick. And but you're
0: someone th- he could definitely like talk to me yeah. and explain it, you and you would, would understand. understand
1: it. Sure, but I I get what you're getting. at. Sure, yeah. but but even so, you know, it's like the 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 level of work that you've had to put into that is is so. It's just it can be isolating. Yeah, it can be very isolating.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think and that's how it was even in undergrad. I mean, I've yeah. I've been I've been playing games for a long time. Right. I mean, ever since I got the N64, <laughs> and then slowly but surely I realized there's online play, and then I started playing with my friends from. Middle school, and then that was kind of it for me. And luckily, high school came really easy, so I could just play video games at night. And I realized like that was a way of dealing with like high school stress was disconnect, just completely and, yeah. disconnecting with the world. And then in college it was the same way. I would study for you know organic chemistry or pchem tests like all week, and then come Thursday if, I, if the test was Thursday or Friday, I'd take the test, and then I would shut off from the world for at least <laughs> the weekend. And uh, Roz would yeah. come try to find me, and I'd just <laughs> be playing like League of world. Legends, all day, all night. And
1: I just don't think that's not a unique. I mean, I'm not saying that. Oh, I don't think that's it's not it's your life, but it's yeah. just not a unique. You know, it's no. not a unique perspective. Like I think there are there are scores. Oh, I think Of, so too. of, of young men in this country that are going through that exact thing. Not yeah. saying that women can't play video games. I, think I just think it's, that
0: it's probably like a male brain thing.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, you know, i mean I'm sure there. Look, I'm sure there are women going through the I'm same sure. thing, but I, I think. I think young men in these kind of demanding uh, positions where there is, you know, a little bit of society on top of you saying you have to, you know, do these things. And, and maybe it is young people in general. And and yeah. obviously things are changing, you know, very, you know, which is great. Obviously it's great. Um, I, I think we're, we are, you know, it's just, it's just a different you know, I just think that is, I think that's affecting a lot of people right now.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: Well, and tying it back to like wellness and we're kind of touching on this, like the importance of community and Mm -hmm. being with people that kind of relate to you and live on the same level as you. Like you played games because you're also sometimes playing with your friends who are in your community and you can talk to and like decompress about the day with and talk through like the issues. But yeah, I think kind of, the heart of what we're all saying is there's an importance of creating this community of like-minded, loving, compassionate people that are going to support you around you. Um, And that's kind of what we're trying to do with two wolves and, you know, just how we kind of see people flourishing around us is being around making their own communities and being around those people and lifting each other up, which is something that we do with each other and which is a really special thing and something that we want to kind of create as an outlet as well.
1: So yeah, yeah. I think the the most important, you know, part of this is, you know, this is, you know, this is definitely us talking, and it's our conversation. But you know, we want we want to hear from other people. We want to yeah, hear sure. and build that community. That's that's just beyond, you know, the the walls of our makeshift studio that we have here. <laughs> and it, it isn't.
2: Yeah, hey, I worked really hard. Hey,
1: no, <laughs> Nick did a great job. Um, it, it, it isn't, you know if you're listening to this and, and you you, you need, you know, you needed somebody, you know, you're listening to learn or, or to, you know, to feel connected to someone. I mean, you can reach out to us. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole point we want. Uh, we want to be real people. We don't want to just be voices on, in your headphones that, you know, tell you about crazy, you know, plastic eating mushrooms or, <laughs> you know, kind of what, what we're experiencing. We, you know, part of a community is, is is hearing and listening to, to all members?
0: Yeah, for sure. And stay tuned because we have a lot of exciting things that we're thinking about doing, um, including like possibly like a Facebook group and like a reddit page and you know we're out of the San Antonio area in Texas. so you know, we're hoping to grow kind of two wolves into a communal thing and do like events and hikes and just all sorts of things which will start
2: in san antonio but ideally we'd like yeah we'd love
0: we'd love for it to grow and we'd love to be able to host these things and just kind of bring people together that are looking for you know some of the same things you know living healthier living happier living with less pain um
1: trying trying new things
0: trying new things and finding people that can relate to that and and join them in that kind of adventure yeah. yeah. So we're really excited and we're looking forward to it. And I guess we will see you all in the next episode.
2: Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Bye.